podcast family. Welcome back to the waxing podcast. This is a really fun couple of weeks coming your way because I decided to do a little mini holiday series featuring Mackenzie from the wax room AZ. So many people have loved her story, especially from being someone who was an employee to a sweet owner, to a brick and mortar who has multiple employees. She's so much fun. She's also one of my truest friends. So we thought, what better way of kicking the holiday season off with just relaxing and getting to know myself and Mackenzie a little bit better. So we share things like how her business is going, her trends that she sees for 2024, if she's going to hit her goals this year, followed by products that we love, products we don't love. Um, there's so much fun information here for you. We've broken it down to 20 to 30 minute episodes going this couple of next weeks until the holiday ends. So I'm really excited for you to take a listen. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share a lot of really fun things that are happening beyond the waxing podcast. As we know, the holiday season is all forgiving and Enso Wax is giving you the exclusive savings this holiday season. So right now, when you go on to EnsoWax.com, and if you're not familiar with Enso Wax, it is a beautiful wax warmer that is self-stirring. It has so many features, innovative, patent pending, and made by yours truly. If you don't believe me, go check it out. It's amazing. Right now during the holiday seasons, we are deciding to give back. So for every $100 you spend, at EnsoWax.com on a gift card, we are giving you $25. And so the math is mathing. This is such a great deal. Like I said, we are gifting you $25 for every $100 spent. This is a perfect opportunity to upgrade your room in 2024 with the most innovative wax warmer to date. Uh, my second offer going on right now, which is something that you can locate in the show notes below, is going to be my free class that I'm offering. It's called Time is Money. It is an on-demand class, so it's truly ready for you whenever you're ready. But this class is all about making more money in Brazilian waxing. So if you're somebody who's struggling with your wax time or your technique, this is a perfect class for you. Like I said, it is free and it comes with an amazing offer after the free class to continue your education, but I am throwing in an additional 10% off just because I feel like giving this year on all of my platforms. And so go to the show notes below, you'll click time is money. You'll watch your free class. And then if you want to continue your education, I am giving you an extra 10% off using the code Tampa holiday. And without further ado, I am so excited to bring you this holiday series episode with Mackenzie and I, and I hope that you enjoy it. Bye guys. By the time this, these episodes come out, you're going to have your, your sample. I'm going to have my sample. Duo. I know. I know. I'm waiting for them to message me back. It's funny. I keep getting like a Gmail notification and I'm like instantly <laughs> like this because I'm waiting for them just to confirm if it's out or not. But they did say Monday for sure, which obviously in, in the time that people are listening to this, Monday is like an abstract concept. It's like yeah. Monday of when, but like it, when, as you and I are talking, it's yeah. supposed to be in the next couple of days. Yeah. And then I'll have a, a sample, which is like so crazy. Okay. Hear me out. Yeah. I'm going to record myself opening the package, but it won't be stories and it won't be anything live because yeah. 
I don't know my reaction. And like, I, you know, here's the thing. And this is always what makes me like nervous about saying this stuff out loud Mm. because it's pre-launched. It's live. The concepts here. I'm confident that the engineers did the right things. And I'm more confident because the manufacturers have in fact confirmed this as Mm -hmm. they've created the mold, but there's still a little piece of me that's like, doesn't believe it to be true. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I get it, I just (laughs) feel like I'm going to be so mean and like (laughs) harsh like, yeah, like there, there's sure. nobody who's going to look over this warmer like me. I can guarantee yeah. you that. Yeah. But I'm like so – I'm anticipating the worst and I'm trying yeah. really hard not to be like that. I think though that's – well, just coming from experience, like this is obviously like minor compared to like what you're doing or what you've done I guess you could say. But um, I – when we made our commercial for the Wax Room, our video, when I tell you I was not pumped about it at all – I was not pumped. Like the whole time we were filming it, I'm like, this is trash. Like, this is not going to turn out. Like I freeze when I get in front of the camera like that. And like when there's people standing there watching me, I'm like, I need to, we talked about this. We need teleprompters. We need something. Like I'm not an actress. Like I don't, you know, and I can't just like wing it really. But I tell you, I was not, I was like, this is not going to be anything. I had, my expectations were basically zero. And then when I got the video, I was like, my my jaw was to the floor. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, okay, wait, I have a question. This is amazing. So I feel like maybe this is gonna be a good outcome. Yeah. How <laughs> how much did you pay for that? Um, that's the other thing. Is it wasn't a lot. It was, <laughs> which is also because like I have. So it was how much was it? It was six around six hundred dollars. I think around six hundred dollars. I feel she like did, that's a lot. No. For one video? She was there like three hours. She got... Yeah, but what did the video get clipped down to? 30 seconds. You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess. So just for comparison, so the project that I cannot say out loud that I did with Fur. Yeah. That costs a lot (laughs) of money. (laughs) I mean, I don't know like how much like videos cost. Like I do, like, I feel like I'm better off with like the photography stuff, like comparing prices and like what's a lot and what's not a lot. But the video, I was like, oh, maybe this will be like a thousand dollars I was expecting. And because it was like 600, I was like, maybe it's not going to be anything because to me, I thought that was like low, but like, I don't, I don't know, but no, I feel um, like it's it's not like saying it's overpriced. I'm saying right. like though for six hundred dollars to me that makes sense and like okay. th- that you got it back and was like oh this is really good because I feel like yeah. for six hundred dollars for thirty seconds like it 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 is it would be good. Oh okay. Like See, I would not I, be concerned. I, okay, yeah. Well, I was concerned and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my expectations were zero, and then I was really really happy with the outcome. So maybe that's what's going to happen for you. Well, you're feeling like, oh, I, I don't so. know. And then you see it and you're going to be like pleasantly surprised with the way it is in person. Dude, speaking of teleprompters, when <laughs> I went up. <laughs> okay. The... <laughs> we talked about this. The freaking project that Fur hired me to do, which I was the only one who got paid for it, by the way. Anybody who spoke on that project was internal and already Mm -hmm. 
given a salary. So mm-hmm. me being a contractor, which I was a contractor for fur, um, it was not a part of my daily activities there. Yeah. (laughs) So as a contractor, I had a right to offer or ask for more money. Okay. This is like, this is a, that's a whole nother dicey topic. Yeah. Um, however, um, so, so I got paid separately to go up there and be a part of this project. When I tell you that I sucked so bad and I was sitting there and I'm like, it was awful, Mackenzie. It was awful. I have never had such a bad time in front of a camera like I did at that fur project. And I think it's because I fought to the nail to get paid for it. And then I went up there and I sucked. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) but I needed a teleprompter. I needed a fucking teleprompter. And they didn't listen. Nobody, not even they, there's no they, but like it, there, yeah. there are so many processes to get things yeah. done out of, right. out of business. Like it's not, well, there's that many people involved. Right. It's not like yeah. the CEO, the CEO and CMO are like no teleprompter Kirsten. It, it, there's processes, but like yeah. the, the team did not provide a teleprompter and I, it was so bad. And, um, they had to like, I'm not kidding you, Mackenzie. Mm. One of my coworkers was feeding me line by line. And she was like, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, I mean, here, let me say something else because I'm like, I can't give away what the project is because it's literally not live. And I signed an NDA contract. Yeah. It was like, um, you know, I'm Kirsten Getzelman. I've been a licensed esthetician for 11 years and I'm a proud for professional. Okay. It was like, okay, say that. And I was like, I'm Kirsten. I'm an esthetician and I've been doing it for 11 years. I'm like, what the fuck is coming out of my mouth? Like I could not repeat a sentence back. So they had to take the computer and write a teleprompter basically make me a teleprompter and i'm thinking okay so we're sitting here and i really like the people in the room that were doing the actual production and like he the the business owner has a freaking emmy he wanted emmy and i'm like to think about the people he's worked with and then he's got me and my dumbass. listen we're not we're not those people and that's okay but we try we try and we yeah. like genuinely sometimes want to be those people. And so we try really hard. And like, you know, it's cool to know that you try these things and you know, it's not for you. It's not for, it's not for me. That's how I came to be with the whole public speaking. That is that Dallas show last year. Wrong. That, was when, I, that was, that was when I was like, you know what? Not for me. And literally everyone got asked back, but you and me. <laughs> So that just solidified it. And it's like, you know what? I tried it. I'm thankful for the opportunity. I will always say yes. I will always say yes, pretty much. So you'll do it again if you got asked. mm, You just said you'd always say yes. I would say yes because I have a a problem. I have a big big problem. (laughs) I think it just depends on like what the show would be and like what it is that I'm speaking about. And I would 100, if I said yes. I would 100% hire somebody to write and do all of it for me. And then I can just regurgitate. <laughs> I like what that I'm actually. Because yeah, no, I'm, I do. I'm not a writer. And like, that's what, like, I'm not a writer. I'm not like, I don't put words together. I took English 102 three times and dropped out three times. Like, I'm not that person. So it's like, I would say yes, but I'm 1000% hiring someone to like create it for me. Tell me what to say and I will do it. Like, 
I'm the president. Like, write me my speech and I'll say it. <laughs> I also feel like it's funny and this is like so contradictory to like everything that I'm about to say. But because I suck so bad, if I were to do public speaking, I want to be paid a lot for it. <laughs> because I'm not going to waste my time yeah. feeling so debilitatingly nervous if I'm not going to get debilitating debilitating I mean, Mackenzie you literally started yeah. rashing out on your chest that's always how I know, I know that you're really nervous I because know. you you peak signs I, of it like I know your whole body is, keeps up I know which is adds to the embarrassment really because everyone knows like oh this girl is nervous I just you it's my you can hear it in my voice like there's no mm. hiding my vocal cords when I'm nervous like mm. I like I simply cannot do it but when I get asked I always say yes and that's my problem is that I yeah. like challenge myself because I believe one day it won't be as hard and I agree with that too which is why I like to do it too but like that yeah. one that Dallas one really like that one did me dirty I'm just like no well didn't you feel like too maybe it made maybe this makes sense to you but the Dallas show was very high-end and like for a lot yeah. of people who were like medical estheticians who like injected and things like that so like my topic I felt, felt like I so not, stupid yeah I felt like I should not I should not have been there <laughs> I, should like, not I was been. Un well like I'm talking about pre-booking and like retaining clients and I'm like looking around and I'm like, there's like 10 people in my room. And I'm like, this is like an entry level topic. These people mm -hmm. go to med, these people run med spots. These people are like, they've been there, done that, like whatever, like they know. And so yeah. just not to be like, I am big on like, even if you're at the top, it's really good to like get reminded of the little things. So like, I am big onto that, but it just felt not the time or place. I, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I mean, obviously the event in itself was so beautiful, but, yeah. and I just, yeah. Also, I never got paid for that, by the way. They, I don't know. And I think it was my fault, mm. but I was well, supposed to get paid and I didn't. And they said they sent me a check and I never got it. And then I followed up yeah. once. They said they resent it. I never got it. And then at that point, I'm like, they fucking hate me. I'm just going to like take the L. <laughs> So yeah, I washed my hands with that too, because I, cause like it was supposed to be like a $400 flight stipend or whatever. And Same. I think my flights were like around $400, but I requested an additional night at the hotel and I never paid for that. So I was just like, okay, I guess we're just even like, and the, yeah. the, the trip was essentially like, I didn't pay for the stay. I got an extra night, you know, and then the flight was like whatever I guess I'm like it is what it is speaking of shows it wasn't like I was waiting for like a thousand dollars if that that would be a different story totally yeah I agree I just yeah mm -hmm. speaking of shows though yeah what are you excited for next year I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about let's just dive into shows for a second yeah let's do it I I don't know about you let's share our experiences okay I didn't go to a show until a lot later in my career same and I think about this now and I'm like, what a missed opportunity of resources that are pretty inexpensive. Yeah. If yeah. you go close by. Yes. And let me, let me clarify that. Like I'm in Tampa. There's a show in Orlando. It's like a hundred dollars. Miami. Miami. Yeah. West is West Palm there or whatever. 
Yeah, but Orlando's somewhere that I could go for the day and drive back home and still go into my bed. Yeah. So I'm thinking like low cost, low, low, low cost. Yeah. But yes, of course, there's other places in in my state. But I'm like, why do I – why am I now being like – why am I so gung-ho on shows now and not back then? Like what what changed? Marketing? Well, I think – well, no. I don't think – maybe, yeah, with social media. But – for me personally, I didn't even know those existed until a few years ago. And that's because when I worked for the corporate waxing chain that I worked for, they kept you in a hole. Like you had no idea. Like there was mm-hmm. even like an outside world to the industry at all. Like I had no idea. So it wasn't until I went on my own and like really like, like the IECSE, like that's a big one. Like I feel like Huge. I kind of knew about it, sort of, but like not really. And it wasn't until I was like on my own doing things that I was like starting to come up more and more often. And I was like, okay, like maybe we should go to these shows and do these things. And I will say though, I've only been to two shows, the IECSC in Vegas, both last year and the year before. I was supposed to go to the Long Beach show that just happened recently, but because of like the hurricane and stuff, like it just didn't, it didn't work out. But um, I will say like, I still have not taken full advantage of what the shows have to offer because there is a lot to do there. And I feel like it's for me, I'm, I'm very overwhelmed by them. So it's just taking me a little bit longer to kind of like get into it. So I actually think that's a, a goal that you, that would be a good goal for you is like to go to the shows and actually like be planned. more. Yes. Which out what I you want to do. Yes, I know. because you're going to see yeah. us at IACSE New York next yeah. year in March. My whole team is coming. Um, and we do have one. We do plan on going to the show Sunday um, and spending like the day there. There's one lecture that we are all going to as a team, like first thing in the morning. Um, and the, I mean, you kind of have to look at the sh- the lectures to see like what, you know, aligns with you, but, um, we're all going to do that. I was like, we are going to go to a lecture. I was like, we have to do something as well, not just walk around and look at stuff, but this show, I'm using it more of like a mission to like, okay, we're going to go to this lecture. We're going to talk to people and we're going to introduce ourselves to people. It's not just going to be me. I'm going to make my team be like, stick out your hand. (laughs) Let's introduce ourselves to these people and like, just mingle a little bit more and just put ourselves out there a little bit more. The last two years, I feel like I was just kind of like walking around and looking and just like observing more kind of talking me down from a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a summer. What What a a summer. summer. What a time. Um, Yeah, I I think that's really cool. My goal Mm -hmm. for March, because I want to be in New York as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple of ways I might be in New York. Mm hmm. I might go to New York for fur. Okay. Um, I might do a class for them, which is oh. funny because I don't see that as per, as public speaking for some reason because it's more yeah. of like a demo. So yeah. I kind of just do and show and talk and answer yeah. questions. Like to me, that's yeah. super easy. It's the it's the talking about a topic that I don't care about, to- like type of thing, like the one we did yeah. in Dallas. But but when I think about fur and public speaking for them, unless I'm like talking about like all the products, like I would in a webinar, like that's public speaking to me because it's just so structured. But when it's right. like a demo and it can be a little bit looser and structured, yes, that's where I feel like I I shine. Um, yeah. So I'll either go with fur. 
mm-hmm. because I don't know if they're going to hire out for my position. I have people that have asked me that and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or I will have my own booth, mm-hmm. which is really exciting, mm-hmm. but I can't get a booth until I get this fucking warmer. Yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine if I, if I paid for a booth um, <laughs> and, and, and I have nothing to show for it? Um, yeah. No. Uh, but I'm getting close. And ooh, the mm-hmm. wax. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I'll, yeah, we'll I'm so happy that yours was nailed. Mine's, yeah. Okay, but anyway, so, yes. or I'll go there with a booth. Or of course, mm-hmm. I, because I, I loved New York. If anybody, so yeah. I've had the luxury, and I will say for the last two years, to be at a lot of shows. And I was yeah. a part of that because of fur. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I've been to New York. I've been to... Um, West Palm, Dallas. Oh no, not Dallas. That was for that event. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas, Long Beach, and that's it. So I guess I've been to. Well, that's still a lot. Four different yeah. locations, right? Yeah. New York was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was huge for one. Like it was massive. I will tell you though, for all mm-hmm. of you listening, if you have to pee, you need to go beforehand. I'm not kidding you. If you have to pee, you need to go beforehand. They had one bathroom in the whole exhibit. You're joking. Except for if you left the exhibit. Yeah. And like went all the way across oh, to another gosh. bathroom. It was okay. insane. I'm like, how is there only one restroom? Yeah. And the line was insane. It was oh, awful. God. So if you have to pee, go beforehand. And don't drink water when you're there. Um, okay. <laughs> it's such a random thing. But anyway, it yeah. was my favorite show. It had the most people. It had the most exhibits. I felt like it had the best energy that I've been to. And so yep. if you had to spend your money, that would be where I would spend it, I think. You've talked this up before. And that's what also like sold me on like, we're going to New York. First of all, nothing against Vegas. But I'm just like, bro, we've been I'm there, done Vegas. that. Let's, let's class this up a little bit. Let's the class heat? it up. Bro, I can't do it anymore. No, I'm just like over it's it. The, I'm so just, hot. It's it's just gross. I'm just like done. And like, I mean, I live in Arizona, so it's I've been to Vegas. Like, we're good. Totally. So, and I've been to New York a few times. It's been years since I've last been, but I love New York. And the way you talked up the show there, the IACSC there, I was just like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so amazing. And I love the fact that Fur is going to be there and that Starpill is going to be there because they both don't come to the Vegas mm-hmm. show. Um, totally. And just like mingle and whatever with all those different kind of people that we don't see on the West side. And this time of year, like the March, the beginning of March in New York, it's their off season. So it's actually been incredibly affordable for us to go. And Mm -hmm. that's been like amazing, obviously, but um, yeah, the whole team is coming and I'm also going a week early because I'm like that. And my husband and styles are coming too. So we're going to have a little vacay and then the team's coming in. What's the dates? So I will be there February 25th through the 1st of March. And then the show is the 3rd of March through the 5th of March. It's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. So Roman Mm -hmm. is turning 5 March 6th. And we want to take him to New York for his fifth birthday because he's absolutely obsessed with 
uh, trains stations. Like, oh my gosh, yes, the they trains. have the tra- they have the transit museum. Oh they my god, have please the come transit. before. <laughs> maybe i know Um, do you have somebody going with you or is it just going to be you devin and styles that's three you're not like you you don't want to like go out and on the town like in new york there's so many places to go as like an adult i know but i've been to some i mean i've done that already a little bit i haven't done that a lot but i have done that i would be bringing somebody no no we want to bring jeremy's mom i'm like no i i have so many places that i want to go to as an adult yeah like rooftop dinners and things like that i've done some of that though so i'm kind of like okay well maybe we're just gonna go and see what happens yeah maybe liz maybe liz will come to the rescue for you one night (laughs) (laughs) maybe um so that's really cool also the ice cream museum is in new york yes the ice cream museum is in there there's um the gazillion bubble show which i've kind of like heard if things about but Mm -hmm. there's the transit museum i'm gonna take styles there with like all the trains um there's a carousel and battery park that is like a fish it's like kind of like an art structure too but it's like an actual working carousel it's like these giant fish that's like gorgeous looking like not like colorful it's like you know really nice fish and it's like a carousel so I have like a lot of things to do like for styles and Devin my husband like he's not a big sightseeing guy so like we're not gonna do sights we're just gonna like do food and like shop and basically just pretend we live there for a week and just be like chill for you that's yeah. literally me every time I go up there for, for work. I'm always yeah. like, I refuse to look like a tourist. Like I will yeah. look at my, I will look at my map. It will say, <laughs> you know, 42nd and 17th. And you bet your ass, my phone goes back into my pocket. And I'm like, you know, cause it's easy. I mean, once yeah. you've been there enough, it's easy. You just follow the grid. Yes. Yeah. It's Thank a God grid. It's on a grid. Thank God. You know, cause then <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I'm like, not that bitch. That's yeah. like walking down the thing like this because I'm like no I'm gonna look like I'm from New York and I swear yeah. to god I do you will yeah. you oh I'm, I can imagine I could see you right now uh, yeah I go into like a whole different personality that's the thing that's one thing that I like find so fascinating about New Yorkers and like the people that live there is just like they're cool they know they're cool they don't mm-hmm. give a shit what you look like or what you're wearing either Mm-mm. they're just like doing their thing they're so focused they're like determined they're just like I just think they're so fascinating and I just like yep. love that. And like to just like pretend I'm that for like a few days will make me you happy. Know what? <laughs> this brings me into like a topic because I traveled like all month of October and we traveled into like very different areas. So like, for instance, I traveled into Georgia into a really small town where it was super quiet and I directly went from there to New York. <laughs> and it's funny because when I was in Georgia the whole time, like we went to like a couple of like things where like we saw alpacas and like there was like this older woman who was showing us about the alpacas and things like that. And like, she was just so chill and just very mellow. And like, you could just tell her life is completely the opposite of mine. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, and this is like such a interesting question. And I I actually want to ask you it because I want to know your point of view on this. But like, I was talking to Jeremy and I was like, I can totally see why people who want to be successful go around busy areas because it the the constant go 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 helps you be in that mindset 
because when I was in Georgia, like all I wanted to do was slow down and mm. relax. Like I had such a different mindset. And like the the woman that was doing the alpaca farm, like you can just tell like she, you know, grew her own plants. Like it was a very like slow life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so it leads me to ask this because I'm from a small town and mm-hmm. I don't feel like I ever had the go, go, go that I have now they live in like the downtown city of Tampa. Mm. And that's why I think people move to New York because they feel that motivation through everyone else. Therefore, they try to keep up with the Joneses where I'm like, but then I don't ever want that to feel like someone in a small town can't, can't feel that way either. It's not right. that. Yeah. I'm just saying like that, that energy that you feel from cities is so mm. different from like the rural areas. I don't know. What's, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think I think you've pretty much nailed it on the head there because, um, like, we go to California a lot, and when we go there, I can completely unplug and just like be chill. And I then I'm like the whole time, and I'm like, oh, I wish my life would be like this every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's that's like kind of like the recharge to like the battery, I guess. To like once mm-hmm. I get back, it's like okay, move, move, move. But I do think that energy is just electrifying. I feel like and. That's why people that like feel that are from small towns that feel like they're meant for something bigger move to like the bigger cities because that's just like the energy they give off. And um, yeah, so I feel like I agree with you on that. It's just like when I look at these big brands, like the big brands that make it, not even in our industry, but just in general, like beauty brands, mm-hmm. things like that. It's like they all live in like LA, New York you know, mm-hmm. Miami, like there, you know, you don't, you don't often find a brand who is like in bum buck Egypt of like yeah. Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you know, they were already big and then go there. Unless they were already big and go there. Yes. You know? So like my point is, is like, cause I also look at those people that live in those small towns and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can totally see why when you get older or when mm-hmm. you've become successful, mm-hmm. you start to drift off into nowhere land Yeah, because you kind of get to just, I don't know, be more authentically like you or relax. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the right words for it, but I'm like, it's so weird. Cause I got to do a back-to-back situation where I was in yeah. Georgia and then I was in New York and I was like, I felt like two totally different people. Yeah. 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 I'm with so it's that. like, are you more motivated if you live in big cities or is it a mindset? It's probably a mindset, but I'm in my sure head, I'm thinking mindset. it helps. Yeah. I think it's for sure a mindset and definitely helps. I think for sure. Cause like, you know, people always say it's like, or you know, when people think of New York, I guess you kind of think of like the people that like go there with 500 bucks in their pocket and like they make it big. Cause it's like, they believe that's where all the successful, successful people are. And it's like, mm-hmm. you go, you congregate, you go together, you know, and you like feed off each other. So I think that's definitely, but it's a mindset too, I think for sure. Cause like, I wouldn't consider yeah. like where I'm at a big city. Like, I mean, Phoenix is definitely getting bigger for sure. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people are moving here. There's actually a ton, a ton of influencers that live here, um, in Scottsdale or whatever, but, um, I can see that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know where I was going with that. Did you watch the, um, this kind of reminded me of stuff, but did you watch the Beckham documentary on Netflix? 
I want to watch it. I don't know why I haven't watched it, but I want to watch it. Uh, Is it really good? It's really freaking good. And you will, even though it's about, you know, David Beckham doing his football sport or whatever, there is so many similarities between an athlete and entrepreneurs. I just, Mm -hmm. the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I get that. Like, I can relate to that. Not like the beginning, the beginning episodes, but like the later episodes when he's like retired and like, he doesn't know what to do now. And he's just like cleaning his kitchen 500 times a day or like whatever. Cause like there's so much energy and so much passion and so much, you know, just like do good that you want to do. And it's like, you channel it into your work. And I don't know. It was just very interesting. I highly recommend it. You should watch it. I wanted to watch it ever since the clip of, of, um, Victoria being like, I grew up in a poor family. And David was like, what kind of car did your dad drive? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think and it's not, yeah. I don't think he was trying to like mortify her and make no. her feel bad. I think it was genuinely such a good, funny moment of how you know the relationship goes. And like, yes. it was totally her being like, okay, fuck. Like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And like her, but like her just, that was, that's, I don't know. It was just that's funny. her experience. But yeah, it's, it is. It's, they definitely, they definitely like, um, obviously they're like older than us. So I was like a kid in the nineties. So, you know, early two thousands. And it's like, I didn't know a lot of like, obviously what they went through until like watching the documentary, but they definitely seem like really cool down to earth people. Like regardless, it's just really interesting as how like as you can be as down to earth as you can be. And like, they just seem like they genuinely do like are obsessed with each other and like love each other and yeah. And like whatnot I just think it was it was really good I think anyone entrepreneurs anyone would really enjoy it I think it was really cool to see you would like it you would love it 